This is the Alan and Carly podcast. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Silly show today, Carly. You were in a silly mood. I was in a silly mood, not going to lie to you. Um, very sleep deprived and it felt like just being silly today. I think it was the fame game that kind of tripped trip me up. You, you could know? not get on task for that one, could you? Yeah. But I think it was because we were talking about the Kardashians and you were playing the avoidance game. Yeah, but you know what? Now the game. Did you? The avoidance game, that is. <laughs> Absolutely nailed it. It also doesn't help some of the funny things you say to me off air before we're about to get on air. I know, and but we can't. Trip me up. We can't reveal that. No, 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 no. You no. have a thing, right? And some. I'm just going <laughs> to oh, say no. this we on the podcast. On no, I'm going to say it. You do it to me and producer Shelby, where you'll say outrageous <laughs> things before we're right before you're about to turn our mics on, and and we could be talking about a serious. You know, we've got to get it together. <laughs> Yeah, I do it quite and often. It's like, well, you got me today for the first time. I got like, you, you back. You got me a beauty today. But also I'm like, at first I thought, I don't want to engage in this because it's a dangerous game. It's you know? so dangerous. And now yep. I feel like I've upped the ante too much. And now I'm like, no, can no, we no. bring the ante no, down no, no. a bit? You, you nailed it. I don't want to one-up that. That was perfect. Because t- we, we're pretty transparent with what's on and off air. We're like, you yeah. know, we don't yeah. put on any airs and graces when we're on air. But because of, you know... Kids in the car. Kids in the car. We can't say everything that we're. Yep. You know, but it'll literally be like right it's before you go to air. Nothing controversial or I'll, anything. I'll just but... turn around to you and be like, "Well, you know, that's why, like, you know, I sit, let it sit on my butt." And then you're like, "What?" And then it's like, "We're on." <laughs> you have to deal with that. You know, it's it's a it's a fun game. I like it's the game. Fun game. Speaking yeah. of games, Alpha Bucks right now, Carly. Yep. Okay. Oh, bloody let... smooth transition. <laughs> uh, so your letters S for Sierra. By okay. the way, we're spelling out a word. Oh yeah. So tomorrow yep. we're going to tell ask for the word. When are we doing that? Straight after the Alpha Bucks? Yeah. So 250 yep. bucks. All you have to do is tell us the word that every letter of Alpha Bucks has spelt out this week. Yeah, that's great. That's good. Uh, Optus have fl- slung us that money. So thanks, Optus. Cheers to Optus. Um, okay. So I'm trying to do the hardest yep. one. So question. Okay. Actually, oh, th- you know what? Tomorrow is super gettable. I like that. So this is literally the hardest one. Yep, Starting with S, yep. name a Justin Bieber song. Sorry? Yep. Bang. Bang. Because it's too late now to say sorry. Oh, no, no. I am missing your body. Oh, no, no. Is I was about to go into the song. now to say sorry. Because it's too late to say I'm sorry now. Sorry. Sorry. Poor producer Shelby. Well, there's the real uh, to sorry. Listen to that. I wonder if this is actually going to make the podcast or not. Or you also could have had someone to love. How does that go? Have we we've sung too much? I don't know how someone some, someone to love. Um, oh, 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 sorry. <laughs> Enjoy the podcast for those of you who can still hear. I know. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, so I am genuinely sorry. Genuinely after sorry. That. You should write a song about we'll it. Living up to <laughs> and then get someone else to sing it. All right. <laughs> We've seen some big names come and go from WA in the past month, but Harry Styles is the one that everyone was talking about. We saw Mark McGowan there, actually, mm. in some of the videos going around. Yep. He, he said that he took his daughter there. Oh, that's nice. It's kind of cute, isn't it? Jeez, he's, a, he's always doing stuff, Mark McGowan, isn't he? He's, uh, he's definitely not just, you know, sitting on his butt. He's, he's very busy. But going to Harry Styles, that's not exactly like a hard job, to be honest. But uh, the thing that a lot of people are talking about when it comes to Harry Styles is the shooey that he decided to do. Here's some of the audio from it. This is one of the most disgusting traditions I've ever heard. Agreed. Written. 
And that's him drinking it. And just, like, gross. Can we (laughs) stop peer pressuring celebrities into doing this? Like, Young Gravy on Friday as well had to do it. Everyone was screaming at him. And you could tell he didn't want to do it. His DJ got the same thing. The opening act got the same thing. And it's like peer pressure at its finest. And you've got to think, these people have come from other countries that don't really (laughs) understand this. And then they're just mocked if they don't do it and ridiculed. And even as an Australian, I'm not doing that. Well, an official warning has come out from doctors saying, don't do it. Uh, There are no health benefits to this, it turns out. Uh, In fact, you could get a whole lot of other stuff going wrong with your gut health if you do it, Carly. Yes. So you can get gastro essentially from Mm -hmm. doing this. Um, So basically, obviously, you don't know what's living in your shoe. It is rife with bacteria, stuff that should not be living in your Gut or mouth. (laughs) Um, I mean, what if you've got athlete's foot, ingrown toenails? Like, you don't know where the... And when people pass the shoes in the crowd, you're like, I don't know whose foot that's been on. Yeah, that's... You know? And then you have to put the shoe back on, and then that could be a whole lot of other issues. I mean, when when I did the Cape to Cape, who brought that up? That's unnecessary. (laughs) Um, At one point, my feet walking on the beach got wet, and I got a hell bad, like, blister just from that rubbing going on. And they're going to do a whole concert and dance after that. Like, It's nasty. At what point? Like, who gets to decide... Can we get Mark McGowan on or someone, someone with authority to just speak out Look, and go, guys, as a country, we are not doing this Th- anymore. This is bigger than a state issue. <laughs> this is We need, we need to take a federal. We, we need, need to get Albanese You know on. what? I'm thinking the King Charles situation. We need to take this right to the top. This is his first order of business. Yep. Could we, could we make it right across the Commonwealth? Uh, yeah, I think Because so. I feel like, you it know, if we're not doing it, someone mm. like someone from Ireland will go, well, you know what? It, we'll do it. Well, you know, New Zealand is just keen to steal it. You mm. know, like they just, I mean, mind you, they'll do it with a jandal or something. Also, don't think Ireland's in the Commonwealth. I was going to say that, <laughs> but I thought we'd just move on and brush that under the rug. <laughs> Alan I never thought I would say this or be this person, Alan. But I think it's time in my marriage. And it could be the beginning of the end. Okay. But I think... You and Russell should finally consummate your marriage. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. We're not ready for that. We're not no, ready no, for no. that. Gee, it's only been 12 years. Uh, it is the anniversary coming up, though, so he does get a few ideas around that time. Um, No. So I am nervous about this, but I would like... I think we're ready. I think our marriage is in a good enough place. To get a TV in the bedroom. No, 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 no. I know. No. And you know what? I was so anti it for so long. And then I just realized that how nice would it be? You know, I'm not putting any airs and graces on anymore. I just want to sit on a Sunday morning and not have to do the commute or the schlep to the lounge room and just sit in bed and just press one button and bang, the TV comes on. You know? <laughs> We haven't got the most comfortable lounge. Now, Jewel and I, we do not have a TV in the bedroom, but we did. When we were like, you know, first together and we were living at her mum's place and we just had one room, you kind of live in that room. Mm. So everything's in there, you know, and your TV is one of those things. So you'd watch TV in bed. And the amount of times that she'd fall asleep while the TV was on, I'd wake up to a TV being on, or sometimes I'd do it to her. It was insane. And that's exactly what's going to happen. It's not good. You guys, bed is for sleeping. If you start, like, so you're not meant to play with your phone in bed. And we all do it, but you're not meant to. I know. I know. And you're I know. have a TV going I honestly on. never thought I'd be that person, but I realized, like, I'm ready. You know, I want to be comfortable in my life. You know, that lounge and 
and and also another part of it is it was such a hot summer. We have an aircon in our room, which I'm trying not to use, but you know the aircon would go so far in that room. It's a tiny room. Okay, I kind of get it for that reason. And That's I the only just, reason. I, I, but the TV is going to make the room hotter. Jeez, how many watts are you using? I'm just going to get like a little cheapy, probably no, the size of a computer screen. If, it, if it's not giant, bigger, then what's the point? That's you know, I need to make out every detail and every footy uh, player's Russell head. Russell is dead against it. He thinks it's the beginning of the end. He is He's like not wrong. He thinks that it's just downhill from there. He's like, the bedroom is not for watching TV. Well, what's it for, Russell? <laughs> Carl's you, uh, Carl. Uh, oh, in my uh, case, it's for snoring Russell and is, drooling Ru- and sleeping. Russell is normally the entertainment in the bedroom, and he would hate for that to be taken <laughs> away from him. He doesn't want to be overshadowed. Overshadowed by maths, and I get it. Um, but look, honestly, 131060, I think that I can do this. 131060, should I be allowed to get a TV in the bedroom? Maybe Why are you su- bringing the listener maybe to this? Maybe you've got a successful marriage and you have a TV in the bedroom. Okay. Maybe it did lead to divorce. Maybe I don't want to hear about that. All right. No, no, I do. 131060. Well, let's cut. Let's. You want to open it up? Let's open it up. Yeah. Should and you also, be I want allowed? everyone to say yes so then I can go to Russell and say, hey, no, no, the no. whole of WA is behind me now. We need to do this. I want the opposite. Um, should Carly be allowed to get a TV in the bedroom? 131060 is the number. Weigh in. And honestly, tell us how it ruined your relationship. No, I think it could enhance it. We can, you know, hold hands in bed. I don't know if we'll be holding hands, but you know what I mean? We can watch TV. No. We can have the proper back support, you know? Let's take some calls right now. 131060, should Carly be allowed to get a TV in the bedroom? Call if you agree. No, call. Just tell us your stories. (laughs) You're in it. Right now, we are talking about whether or not I can, my marriage can withstand a TV in the bedroom because I think that I'm ready for it. Russell thinks it is a hard no. It is a dead no. I never thought I would be that person. But you know what? I realize I'm at that point in my life where I'm all about comfort, not airs and graces anymore. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sorry, we're entering the point of our marriage where it is just relaxed time from here. We are cruising. Well, there's nothing else going on in the bedroom, it sounds like. So why not watch some TV? <laughs> totally get it. But let's open it up. Uh, let's see how people feel about TVs in the bedroom. Me personally, hell no. You, you're wanting it. Let's see what Belly thinks from Denmark. Your thoughts, mate? Uh, I say hell no. Oh, oh no. Well, I belong yes. to the team. Yeah, why? Oh, what happens? You'll turn to a lazy person, then you'll want your brekkie, your lunch, and your dinner. Yeah. And then you'll be in bed all day with crumbs. That's it. Carly, that's the future. Belly spot on. Okay, I'm already doing all of those things without the TV. Oh, so. then, then don't do this. the final nail on the coffin. <laughs> it really right, is. Right, Belly? <laughs> yeah, that's right, mate. Yeah, right. There you go. I love when Belly agrees with me. Uh, let's go to Christy in Broom. Christy, TV in the bedroom, yes or no? Hell yes! Yes! Oh. I knew you'd have my back. Absolutely, Carly. It's, we have had a TV in the bedroom since day one. We've been married for over 20 years. Wow. Okay. We've, we've always lived up north, so it is an aircon issue. I get you there, Carly. Why mm. have two aircons going when you can just have one? Yeah, exactly see, right. I do agree Economical. with that point. I do the financial reasons, yes. Yeah. I agree with that. Okay. And even when our, when our eyesight got bad, we just got a bigger TV. <laughs> <laughs> and the TV doesn't stop you from doing anything, Alan. Well, okay. It might just provide a little soundtrack, a little bit of inspiration, oh, depending on what you're watching. It does the way I do it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's go to Dave in Albany. Dave, uh, what's your thoughts? TV in the bedroom? Absolutely. Really? Oh, Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, man. Let's let's go big time too. Hey, don't stick around. <laughs> well, this, this is the thing my husband said. He said, I am not paying for another big TV. I said, no, we'll just get a small one, a cheap one. No, you know, one of those one. ones no, are like 300 no, bucks. No, 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 
That's just being nasty to yourself. Super nasty. <laughs> so go yeah. be. Dave, you or... are an enabler, and <laughs> I'm here like, for well, all this enabling. You know, look, I commented to you about how how your husband, hubby wasn't too pleased about old mate next door taking a rubbish bin out. Yeah, that's, well, that's right. True. Yeah, that's I right. Said, um, I said to you, just tell him to let the lawns grow too, you know? Yeah. No, <laughs> so, Dave has a lot of tactics a, when it comes to dealing with... You're a solution-based man. Really I like is. this. No, I like Dave. Uh, let's wrap it up. Shelly in Geraldton. Shelly, should Carly get a TV in her bedroom? Definitely. Really? Oh, I love this. Yep. Now... It feels like a, a right lifestyle choice. I feel like I'm ready, Shelley. Have you made the move? We ha- we've always had a TV in our room. We've got yeah. like a 50-inch in our room. So Yeah, but what about the TV? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, no, like, because for me, like, hubby watches football early hours of the morning. Yes. He, what, like, has his mates over even, like, when it, they have early games on because he's yep. English. And it means that I can also retreat to the room if I want and, you know. Yeah. And then we have nights where we just have movie nights in bed. That's true. And it is basketball season at the moment. And there is a bit of tension when I want to watch something on TV. So that would solve that solution. Exactly. Like, it's definitely the way to go. We've always had him in our room. So Okay, Shelley, you've talked me into it. I, I like this. I don't think you needed talking into it, Carly. <laughs> you, you, this whole phone, there was no reason for doing this. You already well, going to do I, this. I literally have the whole of WA on my side now. Well, so there was Russell one call can't argue with no. that. Well, all right, all right, all right. I don't know. We'll, we'll leave him out of it. <laughs> <laughs> True crime. Let's talk about these podcasts. It's probably the number one type of podcast mm. when it comes to women, right? Hundred uh, percent. Listener, of course, is your home when it comes to all those. Uh, I'm just looking at a few in here: the Children in the Pictures, The Dry by Jane Harbour. That's a BBC one that's on the Listener app now. Uh, Death in a Nice Valley. Um, oh, Disgraceland's on there. That's um, that's a great one. That's like it's kind of true crimey, but it kind of goes into more pop culture, but with that true crime oh, kind of tone. Tick um, tick for me. Doctor Death is on there as well. Oh, I know that one went yes. crazy. Uh, my favorite murder, which I still feel weird about, but it is a very popular podcast. It's funny, like you know, that's oh, you're talking about my parents who got murdered. Well, that's my favorite murder. It's weird. It's the weird yeah. context. But anyway, they're all listener and they're all for free right now. Uh, but um, experts have revealed the biological reason why. We're obsessed with true crime shows, Carly. Yes. So they've done a bit of research into this. And what they've found essentially is it's almost a form of self-protection. So it's almost like know thy threat, know thy enemy, especially when it comes to women. So obviously, statistically, women are more likely to be the victims of violent crimes. That is just the world we live in, unfortunately. And it is no coincidence that that also is who most likely likes to consume true crime content. I've got some numbers here. A study of 2,000 self-reported true crime fans have said that 76% of them felt that consuming content about true crime helps them avoid similar situations happening to them. Uh, 75% of them say that they uh, have been watching the latest program the second it is released. 71% of them typically binge watching the entire thing in one sitting, whether it's TV or podcasts. Very interesting stuff. 44% of them also said they have a favourite serial killer and 67% would say they would love the opportunity to chat with a serial killer. It's a bit weird. It's weird, but <laughs> it's, it's a bit weird. I get it, but as soon as I heard this, I was like, that makes sense because I don't consume any gory stuff in any other area of my life unless it's fact based. Like I won't watch horror movies, I won't watch I won't indulge in anything that is not 
true and real and fact-based when it comes to crime and true crime. And, you know, there was a while there where I was consuming so much true crime, it was almost becoming desensitized by it. Well, and that's then I, the problem, I think, that a lot of people are having because they'll come, like, especially in, like, in our office, you'll hear a bunch of people talking about it. And I remember walking in, it was a couple months ago now, it was the Ohio Oh, uh, yeah, Idaho murders. Idaho, sorry. That, it was horrible, this horrible mm. situation. It, and it, it's, it's true, it is horrible. And everyone's just talking about it like, oh, did you see this? Did you hear that? And, and talking mm. about it like it's like gossip in the office. And I was like, I, everyone just take a step back <laughs> for a second and just look yeah. at how we're talking about it with the tone. And then, look, then we'll go back into it. It's a, bit, it's a little bit weird at times. I, I, it definitely piques the curiosity. And for sure. I, I definitely have to have moments where I'm like, you know what really highlighted it for me was when I did the um, Frio prison tour. Yeah. Because as we're walking, it was the true crime tour. Okay. And the lady's walking through and she's like telling us about the crimes that the prisoners committed, but she's not giving us too much detail about the names and the victims. Okay. And she said, the reason I don't do this is because sometimes on these tours, we have family members of the victims. Of course, yeah. And something about that just really changed my attitude a little bit. and Made went, it real. Made it real. Because I was like, oh, I want to hear more of this story. I want the names. I want the gory details. And then the fact that I could potentially be standing next to someone who actually had to emotionally live this out made me kind of go, yeah, there's always real people and real stories involved in this. And all those real stories can be found on the listener app right now. <laughs> You're a company man. I don't know if the CEO is going to high five me on that one, but anyway, uh, they're all there on the listener app. Enjoy. The Fame Game. Now, Alan, this is where you pretend to not know much about pop culture, but weirdly, out of nowhere, you've been impressing us with your pop culture knowledge. Now, Yes, like there's some things that I've retained and I don't know how I have, but today we are talking all things Kardashians and I don't know Mm, anything. I really don't. don't. So yesterday in the office we had you name some of the Kardashians. You did pretty well for yourself, okay? So Courtney is the old one. Yes. Older one. Um, Kim's the Kardashian. Uh, There's a Kylie Jenner. There's a Caitlyn Jenner. There's a uh, Kris Jenner. That's the mum. Nailing Um, it. There's a Rob, Bob, Dob. Rob, 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 he's the one no one cares about. You've done it here. You've got one more. Uh, No, I don't. I'm done. Kylie. (laughs) Oh, she's the lipstick one, the makeup one. No, so you're going to nail this. All right, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to play. Now, I know you don't know their voices. Which is the hottest one. And they all sound very similar. That's for another time. Okay. They all sound (laughs) sound very uh, similar. So I'm going to play you some Kardashian quotes. We don't have to. And (laughs) you have to tell me which Kardashian said it. Now... You can opt to completely guess yourself, or I can give you three options of Kardashians. Okay. All right. I like this. All right. So, so should I play number one? which level do you want to play? The hard or easy? Um, well, let me hear it first, and, okay. then, I'll, and then I'll make All a right. call. All right. So play the first one. First one. Now, Alan. With oh, I reckon that was Kim. We, <laughs> you did. That's not what I put in the system. Now, now, with the first beauty, with the he first one, control the segment. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll play it for real. This is the first one. Diamond earring came off in the ocean and it's gone. And there's people that are dying. Can so I, I want, hear it one more time, yes, please? Yes. No, I want the end of the quote because it's two people. Okay. I will say the first one is Kim Kardashian. This is the, dying. Who's speaking to Kim? Okay. Diamond earring came off in the ocean and it's gone. Okay. And there's people that are dying. I'm going to need the easy option. Who, who is the options? Uh, Kendall, Courtney, or Chloe? And she said, Kim, there's people that are dying. I was just like to make her like more hu- like humble about her situation in mm-hmm. life. Yeah, okay. You always need that. Um, I'll lock it. What was the options again? Kendall, Courtney, or Chloe? Let's go Kendall. Why Kendall? 
because it's the first one you said, and I can't remember the rest. It's Courtney. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> and that is probably one of the most famous Kardashian quotes. Anyway, let's right. go Never next. Heard of my life. So you're going to hear, uh, yeah, tell me who, do you want to know who it's out of? Yeah. Chloe, Kendall, or Chris? Chloe, Kendall, or this Chris? This one's a bo- bonus point round where you can make up for the first one. Bonus point if you tell me which sister was going to jail. Okay. Kim, would you stop taking pictures of yourself? Your sister's going to jail. <laughs> Okay, I get why people watch this. I'm going to get one more time. Kim, would you stop taking pictures of yourself? Your sister's going to jail. <laughs> and so what am I guessing? Who's going so to jail? First, first part, who said it? Was it Chloe, Kendall, or Chris? That's Chris talking, right? Okay, bonus point. Yeah. Which sister was going to jail? Uh, what's the options? Chloe, Kendall, any of them, Courtney or Kim? Uh, I'm going to go Kendall. No, it was Chloe going to jail. All right, third one. Third and final. Yeah, thank God. This is out of Kylie, Kendall, or Chloe. Chloe, Kylie, or... Okay, like... (laughs) Literally built as an athlete. Every blood test I've ever done has said that I am, like, over the normal limit of athleticness. (laughs) Wait, that's me to saying that. (laughs) One more time, one more time. Literally built as an athlete. Every blood test I've ever done has said that I am, like, over the normal limit of athleticness. What's my options again? Kylie, Kendall, or Chloe? Kendall. Finally. Hey! And I know what you did here. You just said Kendall for every single one, knowing that she would be one of them. You have no proof. (laughs) You have absolutely no proof. (laughs) Sounds like I did okay, but... Yeah. Did you? I don't know. I left with more ans- more questions and answers there. And I left caring even less about the Kardashians. <laughs> so we're all winners. Hit breakfast with Alan and Carly and the news broke yesterday that Eurovision is going to be a hell of an event because we have a stake in it. Carly, for the first time ever, representing WA, a WA band is going to be on that stage... And that band is Voyager, and joining us now is Simone from the band. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. <laughs> Congratulations on achieving what has been your dream. Oh, it's honestly, it's just been absolutely surreal. Like, <laughs> I still just don't even know what's going on. It's so hard to comprehend. It's been incredible. Um, what a huge secret to keep because we recently had Alex in studio with us right. and he was being a little coy, but you could tell he couldn't say something. He apologised to me yesterday. <laughs> he apologised on Instagram for being coy. How long have you guys known and were you able to tell like close friends and family or did you literally get sworn to secrecy? Oh, we were sworn to secrecy, yeah. It couldn't get leaked anywhere. Um, and it was, yeah, look, it was very difficult to keep the uh, the old lips sealed. But um, we're very lucky that a lot of the activities that we had to do sort of leading up to it all were all quite normal music activities. So yeah, that's no true. one's asking too many questions. <laughs> so how long did you sit on the secret for then? Oh, it's been about just over a month, I believe. Wow. So it's quite a while. <laughs> That is like, that's huge. That's Every around day. about when we caught up with Alex. Might have been the day yeah, he they, found out. Because they did Bunbury yeah. Fringe. He would have known. Mm, well, that's quite possible. Oh! <laughs> I, I don't know who to trust anymore. Let's talk about it. Uh, Liverpool, you're going to be representing Australia. Uh, what's the plan? Have you? Is the rehearsals all starting now? Or what, what are we doing? 
Yeah, look, everything's behind the scenes is definitely rolling. Um, got obviously stage production, um, Blink TV and things like that all planning and getting the sequins ready and um, <laughs> getting ready to make us look fantastic on that stage. And fireworks? But, yeah, it's a lot of work. Oh, look, I'm hoping we're going to have some pyro for sure. Yes. I want it to be nice and big and bombastic because isn't that what Eurovision is all about? <laughs> That's it. Now, you guys have a huge following internationally already as well, but this is really going to put you into the mainstream media and into that world. Are you guys prepared for all the hype? You've already kind of endured just a small taste of it in the last 24 hours. Oh, look, we are absolutely thrilled, to be honest with you. We've been dreaming of... Um, sort of reaching more people for years. I mean, <laughs> it's the dream when you're a teenager. You want to be mm. playing a guitar solo on a mountaintop or nature's window. <laughs> <laughs> and on, so, that, you know, on that point, spend- there's not a lot of females in metal, let alone um, being purely a guitarist. That must feel pretty good to kind of tick those boxes as well and show that representation on a world stage. Oh, absolutely. I just hope it sort of inspires other um, young and upcoming uh, young girls, young women uh, around the world to to sort of pick up an instrument and, um, you know, not be too afraid of it. Uh, there needs to be more of us out there. There's a lot more, obviously, since when I started out, yeah. which is great to see. But, yeah, I hope I can inspire some some young youth It'd be incredible. Absolutely. Now, uh, I did see you guys in the project last night, absolutely killing it, but I have to bring up the same topic that was brought up last night. This is the last year that Australia has a contract with Eurovision, meaning that you could be our last chance to take the competition out. How are we sitting with that pressure, guys? How's it all happening oh, with you? Is everyone cool? Bring it on. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, this is the song. It's called Promises. Here it is. Promise, and I tell you what, uh, it is our chance at winning Eurovision. That was the Alan and Carly podcast.